The garden has a life all year long. Even if I'm not growing anything in the winter, which I am now, the garden thrives. The accidental farm is thriving too. Last year, snow came in mid-November and never left. The first sign of the ground appeared in March, late March. This year we've had snow, but right now the donkeys and goats are still pulling up any green or even brown sprig that they can. So many people in my circle pray for snow, lots of snow, for skiing, I guess. But I can only think about the animals. It's so much nicer for them when they are out in the pasture poking around. We, the animals and I, will take the winter without the snow for as long as we can. It's coming, but we can wait. My garden is full of hidden little treasures. A ceramic hedgehog, a meditating frog, another frog with a crown. He is deteriorating a little bit beneath the weather. I have some weird jingly ladybugs, a welded metal zebra with a boingly spring for a neck, two iron bunnies, an enameled metal goat, a metal mermaid in an odalisque pose that I got at the beach. The deeper I look and the longer I weed the garden, the more of these silly little treasures I find. I guess my biggest garden adornment is the greenhouse, even though it's only six feet by eight feet. It came as a kit, and I put it together with two friends, and then with my friend and neighbor, Carl. Carl swept in at the end to make sure it wouldn't blow away by securing it to two stakes in the ground, and by securing it, I mean screwing it fast. Just this year, after building new garden beds and leaving some generous and excellent space for people, I added a semicircle of Adirondack chairs and a fire pit. Any cold but clear night seems like the perfect time to hang out in the garden and to look at the moon on the pond. Of all of the garden features that I have, the one that I forget about the most, but is kind of the best, is the sundial. You can tell the time on it just about as well as you can guess the time from knowing your own internal clock. Eh, it must be about 2.30. You look at the sundial. Oh, it's about 2.30. I love its old-fashioned flag in the sand. It's a nod to yesteryear or even before that. And the garden is too. Do I have to grow a garden to survive? No. In wartime, food was insecure and families grew victory gardens to supplement whatever they had. In COVID, particularly early on, food was harder to get than people were used to. CSAs were hard to come by, and everybody was getting backyard chickens. Plus, if you knew a farmer, you were better off, and you knew it. So growing a bit of food feels good. It feels safe. It feels real. When you drive to work in your car or ride the bus, climb the stairs or take an elevator to your office, or schedule your Zoom call from your home office, remember... Real is really good. That's what's here on the accidental farm. It's real. It's related to what you do, but it's gritty and honest and dirty and true. The sundial in my garden reminds me of this. On its face, it reads, To forget how to dig the earth and to tend the soil is to forget ourselves. 
So as the light dwindles and the grass is brown, I do what I can to keep my hands in the dirt, to stay connected to the animals and the earth, and to share it with you so that you can too. Thanks for being a part of The Accidental Farm. I am your host, Farm Girl. I will be here Monday through Friday for about five minutes a day, at least until the grass starts to grow again in the spring. Mm -hmm.